This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Here's a Joy Law podcast from Jack and Dean on Joy. Joining us live in the studio to talk about the issue of money and having com- a difficult conversation about getting money back off people is Rob from KHQ Lawyers. Hey, Rob, how are you doing? Thanks. Hi, we kept those 30 people in the studio just, just for this moment. Thanks, Judd and Dean. Thanks for having <laughs> me on. Now, we were talking earlier, um, Judd. Yes. You've met Judd and Dean. Yes. You've met, met me. What's the story, the Judd and Dean story that you've got? I'm oh, just not going to forget your names. I've got two <laughs> sons and a daughter, and my son's names are Judd and Dean. So there you go. Spooky. Really spooky. It's Maybe. the only combo I've ever met where it's like that. Yeah. And is your daughter's name not Jacqueline? No. No, <laughs> no she's Amber. Oh, that's but okay. You would have won a prize at that point. I reckon three. Judd could get away with Amber. Well, well, it might be the middle name. (laughs) There you go. Now, Rob, you are a a lawyer, but you're also a a trained mediator. I am. I I run a dual practice. I have my own mediation practice. And as you know, I've been on before talking about the benefits of mediation. Um, But I also am a lawyer with KHQ. I consult to them and I help them out in their litigation team. And I look after a significant amount of debt collection. And I thought it might be a good idea this afternoon to talk about that. Debt collection. It now is an awkward topic, uh, especially when you have uh, maybe a long-term customer or even friends. This, this can happen when, when you've lent them uh, funds. And this has happened to me personally where a friend landed on my hotel on Mayfair and refused to pay. And he's, he's actually in jail now. But this, <laughs> this can happen a lot. And it's, it's an awkward situation where you, you're maybe a little bit put out and you don't know where to turn because maybe it's never happened before. Judd, extremely awkward. I, I th- I'm going to focus more on commercial debt mm, and mm. those of your listeners who run small businesses and perhaps land up with various customers owing them money. And as you know, debts accumulate and before you know it, you might be owed a significant amount of money by your customer base. So even before we talk about how you might go about debt recovery, um, take it back a step. If you're running a small business and you don't have appropriate terms and conditions contained in what's commonly known as a credit application form or a credit agreement, Mm. then you are basically um, running a business without thinking about the way way forward. I mean, you effectively um, should have appropriate terms and And conditions. Do you find people often are too trusting? Is is that what it is? Or or not thinking ahead that something could go wrong in these relationships? We're entirely too trusting. Mm. So... That, that credit application which I'm talking about will contain clauses to the effect as to when you're expected to be paid. More importantly, if you're dealing with a company as your customer, you shouldn't be too afraid to ask for a personal guarantee from the director. And there are various other ways and means where you can protect yourself in looking after how that relationship might work moving forward. And so what do you do if you find yourself in a situation where they're not playing nicely? Well... That's do you go straight the, to a lawyer? That's the difficult problem. Now, most uh, most small business owners or individuals who are owed money and that debt may be less than $5,000 just simply adopt an attitude that the debt is, uh, the legal fees that you may incur in going to see the ugly lawyer are going to be completely disproportionate to the amount that you're trying to claim. And that's not always the case. A lawyer can assist you in going down the appropriate path. And at KHQ, we're not averse to actually entering into fixed fee agreements so that you know exactly what your legal fees are and you can make a conscious and educated, informed decision 
as to whether it's in your best interest to spend the money in trying to collect the money. But let's not forget, if you do nothing, then you basically are just writing off the debt and those amounts are going to accumulate and probably put your small business in jeopardy. So another concern that I'm sure a lot of small business owners have where just say they're the, the, the sole business runner or in that, you know, they work the, the long hours, you know, maybe eight till six or whatever. They think, I don't have the time to be chasing it up. I don't have the time to go and uh, do all these meetings and, and, and go to court maybe to, to chase up this relatively smaller amount of money. Um, maybe I, this time would be better spent just forgetting about it and moving on. Is the is the time aspect a, a big issue there? It is a big issue, but that's why I'm essentially encouraging the small business owner to partner up with a lawyer and let the lawyer look after that for you. So effectively, when you talk about not having the time, I'm sure they do have the time to send a reminder email or to send out the statement again or the tax invoice again and just a polite reminder that they haven't been paid. But if months go by, make sure then you have a lawyer. That lawyer may send a demand letter for you which claims the uh, amount that's outstanding and potentially the legal fees if your terms and conditions allow for that. And that at that point where a lawyer's letter is received, that is effectively the wake-up call for the debtor. So the traditional mind of a debtor, the psychology of a person who owes money, is they will probably deal with those debts where they're getting the most pressure first. If, it, if uh, it's just the actual transacting party who's just sending them polite reminders, that'll go into a basket of, I don't have to pay these yet. But when it gets into that basket of there's a lawyer badgering me now and there is a threat of court action and it's now going to cost me more money moving forward, those are the ones that they'll probably pay first. So it's, it's the power of the letter from your lawyer. Yeah, it is, You'll it, be hearing from my lawyer. It does sound terrifying, doesn't it? Does. it? Yeah. yeah, and look, it should be taken seriously. Mm. It's um, not necessarily the first step though, is it? Um, well, it, it usually is the first step when you see a lawyer. Oh, sorry, but, you, but in terms of uh, um, if you have a small business and uh, someone owes you money, you do want to at least have some exchange of oh, absolutely. emails look, or, or correspondence to uh, no, no doubt. ask nicely before you get to the lawyer stage. No doubt, Dini. Look, if yeah. you've got an ongoing commercial relationship with a customer, the last thing you want to be doing is threatening them with lawyers if it's just there might have been a reason for the payment mm. having been overlooked or your customer themselves may have fallen on a difficult financial yes. period. So a polite reminder, a phone call is always going to help. But there is that time when you know that the customer is messing you around and is probably not going to pay by the polite reminder avenue and that you should then be speaking with a lawyer. And so maybe the, the final concern, we've talked about, you know, the money cost, the, the cost that might, and, the, and the time. Also, maybe the, in small communities, when you're a small business in a, in a really tight-knit community, the reputation of being seen as someone that chases people up for money and stuff, are people, people concerned at all about that or about ruining the relationship they might have built with this long-term customer? Look, no doubt. But at the same time, um, should you be trod upon by that customer simply because of the fact that you may get a reputation for chasing a debt. Surely they have a worse reputation for transacting with you in good faith, taking your goods and then not paying you. So who's going to come out of it looking worse? So what might be the next step after the letter? Let's say the power of the letter from my lawyer doesn't weave its magic. Well, that's where, what is next? That's where I say... Um, you, you, the small business owner should look very carefully at the fees they're going to spend moving forward. But the next step would ordinarily be proceedings in the magistrate's court and those proceedings get served upon the debtor. The debtor gets 21 days within which to pay. You can recover your costs if your terms and conditions allow you to recover all of your costs. Otherwise, you'll recover about 80% of your costs if the debtor then pays you. And ultimately, if the debtor doesn't respond to that court document within 21 days, then you are able to obtain a judgment by 
default against the debtor. Now, that's quite a powerful weapon because that default judgment will then be recorded on your credit history and ultimately will stay in existence for 15 years. Ooh. And if you are running a business, the last thing you want is a default judgment recorded on your record. So this, these are the pressures which we can bring to bear upon what we then call the defendant to a court proceeding. And as you say, though, the small business owners have got it tough. Absolutely. There's so much to, to deal with, and then to have that uh, over your head must be yeah, quite uh, challenging. Exactly right. Uh, both the right. debtor and the... Uh, exactly yeah. right. So you are... Look, let's make... You know, let's not um, make no bones about this. You are spending money in chasing money, but if ultimately you are recovering that money, and usually you do, you will get most of your costs paid, if not all of your costs paid. And uh, it's probably, in my humble and self-serving opinion, the better way to go. Now, we have had a message in on 0427 Joy 949 from Simon. Hi, Simon. Um, and it's to do with debts. And I guess um, Simon's interested, I guess, in exploring other options. So uh, Simon's suggesting if it's an ongoing customer um, and calling in a lawyer might actually damage the relationship and the ongoing relationship, um, and that might not be desirable. But another option Simon's suggesting might be to consider uh, stopping the supply of your service if, if, that is still the, uh, if you are still in that engagement. Well, that's correct. I mean, I, I think that... Um is fairly straightforward. I mean, if you're not getting paid by a customer, then you shouldn't be supplying them further Don't goods more credit. Debt, yes. At a particular point in time, you're going to realise that. But if you're still $5,000 in the hole or something, you still want that money you still back. Want money back. So, That's right. yeah, yeah. Well, what you should be doing in circumstances like that is um, you quarantine the debt and you provide goods to that customer COD only. But if you are going to supply them further goods on credit, well, then you're your own worst enemy. Yes. Mm. Well, thank you for that. And thank you, Simon, for the message in. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning lots. Yeah, you are. Um, and just so you know, I mean, he used the term uh, nuclear option, which I think is a, a very nice description for uh, bringing in the legal team. Oh, Simon did, yes. Yeah. yes. Don't go nuclear just yet. Yeah, no, no. But if you do need legal advice, it is, you know, don't be afraid. Do ask the question. It, it doesn't have to cost a lot. No, it doesn't. Look, Dean, the point of the matter is we're only a phone call away mm. and believe it or not, not every time you call a lawyer does that clock go on in the six minute <laughs> <minutes. laughs> Billable um, hours, billable hours. Yeah. Well, correct. <laughs> I mean, if you partner up with a lawyer, if you actually form a relationship with a lawyer, that lawyer is only a phone call away. You can call the lawyer. You can say, look, I do have this difficult situation. How would you suggest I move forward? And it's only as a last option that you're then going into legal action. But I suppose the point that I wanted to get across to your listeners this afternoon is just to simply put your head in the sand and say it's too hard to collect the debt is probably not the best option. Good advice. Thank you very much, Rob. We look forward to speaking to someone from the team from KSQ Lawyers again next week. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.